0: Hey folks, welcome to the Smooth Burrito. I really wish I had a burrito right now. I'm Frank.
1: And I'm Trevor.
0: And it has definitely been a minute. Uh, I'm not Uh, going to make the fucking joke again. (laughs) But...
1: What, life happens, or...
0: No, the the, it's been a while joke.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: But, uh, hopefully we can get this, uh, to be a regular thing again. Um... Especially since I've been playing more video games lately.
1: That's good. Me too, actually.
0: Yeah, I have... I finally just said screw it, and I combined, like... I got uh, one of those third-party Switch docks that, like, is just a little thing, that it leans on, and you can still see the screen and shit. And, That's nice. Yeah, and I finally... Like, I, I moved my PS4 into my office and got it hooked into, like, my... Essentially, my computer system. I bought a new Elgato because I, like, I had the idea of doing, you know, LPs of console games over the internet with Parsec, and so I would need, like, a low lag solution, and that's been working good. That's cool. Yeah.
1: So, nice yeah, night.
0: I actually need to use my fucking PS4 for things other than the Adam West Batman DVDs that are still in it right now, but. <laughs>
1: It's not a bad use case,
0: yeah. I don't know, but uh, what have you been playing as of late?
1: So, I've been playing a lot actually. Um, I dug into Persona 5 Royal on the day it launched. I'm still trying to finish it, I'm like 120 hours in, um, and I'm still not quite done with like the main story, and I haven't got to like the extra, like the extra palace or whatever they added in. Um, But the upgrades they made to this game are incredible. Like, the quality of life stuff. um, The whole, like, they changed a lot in the battle system and the confidants and, like, made a lot of the things that were kind of difficult to get through in the original Persona 5, just more fun. And Persona 5 Royal, the new characters they have um, in the game are Fantastic. As as always, Like I, I 100% knew I was going to enjoy this because like I've always been obsessed with Persona games, and Persona 5 is a game that I've played a lot of already, and then I played it again for Persona 5 Royal, which kind of makes me think I'm crazy, but I really enjoyed the game, and Persona 5 Royal even more so. I've also been playing... I just started Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. The original was on the Wii, I didn't play it on the Wii. I gave it a shot on the three D S. That was a nightmare. Definitely don't recommend trying that. <laughs> <laughs> that game like barely ran and was probably one of the worst looking games I've ever seen.
0: That um, that was like the that and like that weird Metal Gear Solid 3 port and monster hunter or were the reason why they made the new 3ds right
1: yeah yeah uh and it then i don't even know what to say about it i gave it a shot because xenoblade chronicles the original is a game i really wanted to play for a really long time i played xeno i finished xenoblade chronicles 2 on the switch back when it came out really loved that game and i really wanted to go back i played xenoblade chronicles x on the uh on the Wii U as well. And I've, I've just really wanted to go back to the original and play it because many fans of the series say that's the best one. So I've been, I've started it. I'm a couple hours in. I really like it. It looks really good. And a couple of things that I want to say about it in terms of just like the playability is a lot of the complaints I had in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 are actually upgrades to the definitive edition of the original Xenoblade Chronicles. So a couple of the complaints I had in the second one were like the tutorials were stupid because they lasted throughout the whole game, but you can never go into the menus and find them. So like I had to take screenshots of all the tutorials because the (laughs) combat system in the game is so freaking complicated that it's teaching you stuff 60 hours in. The the waypoints in the map, they never give you like a straight line waypoint. And the map, so like you're always trying to find your way around, and I like you get lost a lot. Uh, In Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, it fixes that. In the mini map, you get like a nice little dotted line on where you're supposed to go, which is very helpful because the open world is like very big and convoluted at times. And the tutorials, you can go in the tutorial menu and you can look and read all the tutorials you want anytime you want to read them. Which is amazing, uh, and and the the game just it it's great. I'm I'm having fun with it, and yeah, I I also played a shitload of Animal Crossing. Obviously. Oh yeah, I've
0: been in that too.
1: Um, my wife got into it. My wife doesn't even really play video games, but she digs it. And so like we shared an island, basically. Like she has an account on my Switch, and so like when I wasn't playing Animal Crossing, she'd jump on and she'd like do all the dailies and like collect my shit and uh, help me out and then <laughs> it was funny like I might go three or four days without playing it and then I'd come back to it and it was, like my island was like completely different because she'd done so much shit to it um, <laughs> it's it's a great game I like Animal Crossing a lot I Spend spent a lot of time with that as well
0: yeah I think I'm at the point where like I'm kind of interest lies I'm kind of petering off on it because like you know there's kind of a point where you just run out of not, not really run out of stuff to do, but run out of stuff to do that you haven't done a billion times. Yeah. So at this point, I'm essentially just logging in, seeing if any of the arcade machines that I want are available. I finally got one. Nice. Uh, so I built, like, my the top level of my house is an arcade. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, so I'm trying to... Like, I have the shooter ones. I have a wall of the shooter machines, and then I, I want, like, a wall of the fighting game ones and then put other shit in there and just essentially make, like, a weird little diorama of an arcade, and then besides that, like, if I can get this giant robot thing built, that would be cool. And then I think at that point, like, I will have met my goals in the game at least.
1: Right. Yeah, I still haven't met all my goals. I worked my way through it slowly. Uh, Once I unlocked the terraforming aspect of the game... It changed everything, because I was getting really bored of it there for a while. I was like, I don't want to play this. It was, like, struggling to get through it, because every day was the same. And I was just, like, randomly trying to do shit to get terraforming unlocked. Finally got it unlocked, and then I obsessively was restructuring everything, because nothing on my island was the way I wanted it.
0: That's funny, because I unlocked the terraforming option, and then I didn't really use... Like, I haven't done anything with it, because... My island is perfectly how I want it. Like Really? There are a couple I could maybe move some trees because collecting fruit is kind of annoying sometimes. But other than that, I like how it's set up already, so
1: That's what's up. Yeah, I need to get to upgrading my house now too. I've only done like three or four upgrades to it, so
0: Oh yeah, that's all really all I've been doing with the game is just like it's like house diorama creator for me.
1: Oh, nice! So I went more toward kind of customizing my island, and you went more toward customizing your. So it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I, ha- I have a few bits of island customization here and there. I like the uh, the money fish that I made, like like it's like a little shrine that I made out of one of those like wooden fish statues.
1: No, oh, that's cool.
0: And then I I have a fountain. I bought a teacup ride for some reason, and then there's a yeah, car. Me too in, like, the northeast corner. Or not a car, there's a gas pump. Because I was like, I'm going to get a car eventually. I should put a car pit there.
1: <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I like that game a lot. I need to... I got Final Fantasy VII Remake, did my toes in it, uh, but realized that I wanted to dedicate more time to it, so I wanted to get to it after I finished Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. Um, so, as soon as I finish Persona 5 Royal, I'll be jumping in Final Fantasy VII Remake. The little bit I did play of it, though, I really liked. That game, it's shocking to me how good it looks on current gen hardware. It's unreal. Like, it's completely insane how good that game looks. It's incredible.
0: Nice. The
1: soundtrack is incredible as well.
0: I might check it out at some point. I don't have a crazy amount of interest in, in it. I guess because I'm not like I'm not an RPG guy. I didn't really play much of the first Final Fantasy because I got just got bored with it. Right. So, but I hear I hear the combat in this one is more active. It's more active.
1: Yeah, it's more. It's like a. It straddles the line in a very interesting way. I like it because it's not familiar,
0: and that's um, good. Although I, apparently, like, and this is coming—this is third-hand information or second-hand information or whatever—but like, some of the plot shit that they do, I think, I think not this game, uh, except right towards the end, but next game is going to completely veer off course from the old game, and that it might be in a very stupid way. It might be. I,
1: I would not put it past them, but it might be very good.
0: Yeah, you uh, never I mean, know. I just I just have a theory that anytime you add time travel to your setting, it's just basically yeah. admitting defeat. Yeah, that's true. But, like time travel never makes anything better if you're just bolting it on. It barely makes the, it's barely possible to make something good with time travel as the premise. Look at Terminator.
1: I mean, look at Back to the Future.
0: Back to the Future is like the only the only thing that I can think of where it, it gets the thumbs up.
1: Yeah, it definitely gets the thumbs up, dude
0: even even doctor who which like (laughs) it's supposedly that's supposedly like what it's about it just basically takes all you know actual hard time travel ideas whatever those could be and just wipes its ass with them and it's like yeah we're basically we're using the tardis to do whatever we want but great you know enough of my opinions on cult british television i guess uh I've been playing a lot of Diablo 2 with Danny. Like I spent, uh, That's awesome. I, I spent like an hour getting it running on Windows 10 on both of our machines and then getting the networking working and then figuring out that their stupid fucking font rendering that they used for the IP address <laughs> is the same one that they used in games so the 5 looked like a 6 and we were what typing a- in the wrong address for a half hour.
1: Funny story, one of my earliest like experiences in like PC gaming uh, when I was trying to get like a like a pc like a pc together it was like a makeshift thing where i turned my um my just run-of-the-mill like hp that i had (laughs) into like what i was hoping could play video games so i threw a graphics card in it and some extra ram and like that's kind of what got me into like pc gaming there for a while and i was like i really want to play diablo 2 and one of my like earliest experiences of struggles with pc gaming was getting it to run um, I think it i can't remember which operating I think it was Windows seven, and I was having trouble with it
0: yeah uh, they, they... it it
1: was it was a nightmare, but I ended up getting it done and i I fucking loved Diablo too man it's a great game
0: yeah, it's still my favorite in that series honestly like well, I started with the battle chest and I started with Diablo 2. I started with LOD, actually. I didn't even start with vanilla Diablo 2, because by that point, everything was out, and I was playing with some friends who were like, you should get a copy of this. Although I think I think what we ended up doing, at least for my laptop, is just since we were playing via LAN and not Battle.net, we just installed using their keys because the game doesn't care. Right. Um, but I eventually bought an actual copy of it, and I tried to play Diablo 1, and the fact that you can't run... Oof.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Diablo 3 yeah. is Diablo 3. Like, it's definitely better after the expansions that they did on it, but it's still too World of Warcrafty for my taste, at least in the art design. Like, yeah. the combat feels yeah. like Diablo, but the art is kind of slightly sus. Although I do plan on... Once Danny and I are done with Diablo 2, I think that we're going to tackle Diablo 3 because I haven't played since they put out that Necromancer DLC. And yeah,
1: and the Necromancer is my favorite in Diablo 2.
0: Yeah, I, I I actually, like... So back in Diablo 2, I either played the Necro or I played Smite Paladin. And this time around, I didn't want to do either of those, so I went with the Barbarian, and I've been having... like I'm uh, The build I'm using is the dual-wielding build, and eventually like I have one level to go to where I unlock Frenzy and then essentially i'm just going to be chugging mana and stabbing things in the face like as fast as i can and that's going to be really fun nice but yeah Yeah,
1: i want to check out the new diablo 3 stuff as well i have not done that yet i i played up to what was it was reaper of souls what was the last the second to last expansion
0: I think Reaper of Souls, but don't quote me on that.
1: Yeah, I think that's the last one I played. I did not play the last one, and I did not play Necromancer. Um, so I'm really intrigued by that. I would like to check it out.
0: If I'll I can let catch you know it my we, Excel, uh, I'll
1: probably get it.
0: Yeah, I'll let you know when we start uh, actually playing that. Nice. We're about, I think, a little over halfway through Diablo 2 at this point. Yeah, yeah, like roughly three-fourths. we we reached the the Louisiana swamp region
1: <laughs> Oh no okay yeah.
0: Yeah, we just beat Durial. The that was annoying because it would that boss would go from doing nothing to me to drinking my life bar instantly. So That's... Wow. But then and then I also realized that my spec was weird and I should go back and like uh Respect my skill points at, like, uh, you know, the first area or whatever, but right. it's it's whatever. Like, But I had used Dex as my dump stat, and it turns out that that controls my defense and how accurate I am. So I kind of need that.
1: Yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Although, getting it patched, actually finding the game to download on Blizzard's website was interesting because you don't download it through BattleNet. Like, like modern Battle.net, you download it through a downloader program that, like, thinks it's still Battle.net, even though it's not. And then right. you have to dig around for LOD, and then you have to do the same thing. And then you have to dig around for the patch that makes it compatible with Windows 10. Oh, God. And then I had to for- forward a port and bust a hole in my firewall for the game. Yada, 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 but I finally got it working. And now right. it's just plug and play and we go. So, that's
1: great. Other than that, good.
0: I've been playing a lot of random Steam garbage. I my new <coughs> favorite thing is buying like the key bundles on Fanatical, where it's like six keys, like ten keys for six bucks or whatever. Oh okay. And I got like usually it's shit. Usually it's abject garbage, but that's fine because we enjoy playing abject garbage in in our Discord. So we've been streaming the crap, but. I also got, like, one of the keys that I got was the Hitman 2 complete gold collection thing, which is worth, like, 200 bucks still, so it's already paid for itself. That's what's up. Yeah, but I've, I've played a lot of weird jank.
1: Yeah, that'll happen, you know, especially on Steam, but sometimes you'll find some weird jank that ends up being some, like, really cool jank.
0: Oh yeah, there's there's been a couple of games that I kind of want to uh, continue checking out. There's this one called Dad Quest that is it's essentially you you're a dad, uh, and apparently in this universe dads are genetically engineered or something. Oh,
1: that's. And
0: tight. you have your kid, which you use as a projectile weapon or a melee weapon, <laughs> and you, you're just <laughs> throwing your child at enemies and shit. It seemed it seemed like goofy fun. The writing was. Uh, the the writing was the writing was good, especially given that the premise of the game does not lead me to think it would have good writing. So I'm definitely gonna check that out a bit more. The only thing I didn't like is that the controls were a little iffy. Um but I can kinda get past that. But yeah, yeah. that's really all I've been doing. Uh I need I need to get something different for my Switch, although. I never really played Breath of the Wild much, so I should totally do that, and then maybe think about touching a Pokemon game, trying it for ten minutes, and then giving up on it? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean... I don't know. 2K just released all their games on Switch, even though that's probably not where you want to play them. Uh, They released, like, Borderlands and XCOM and... uh, Bioshock, those are all on Switch now.
0: Yeah, I have all those on PC already, though. Yeah, Even Daemon X Machina is getting a PC release, so I decided to wait because the Switch port, the, well, not port, it was originally for the Switch. The Switch version, the frame rate takes too hard for my taste. Right. I, I need I to know. get Astral Chain.
1: That game is phenomenal. Love it. I beat it, like, the couple weeks I was gone for Christmas uh, with my parents, yeah, I beat it. I beat Astral Chain then, and I loved it, every minute of it. It's so anime, and it's so good. <laughs> like it's, yeah. a, it's like one of those platinum-at-its-finest type games. Good, I'm, glad to, I'm glad
0: to hear that. And I is, can't wait for the new No More Heroes to come out.
1: Yeah, for sure. That'll be tight as fuck.
0: I, I, I should finish my playthrough of the PS3 port of No More Heroes like the first game and then maybe think about playing Desperate Struggle on like an emulator or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as far as Switch, I'm I'm really just, I'm really excited about Xenoblade, but they haven't really announced much past the summer for what we're going to do for Switch. Although there's that new uh, Paper Mario game they announced that I just remembered Origami King or something. Yeah, that looks exciting. I would, be, I might take a look into that. You know, is that is that of...
0: going to be a traditional RPG again, or is it going to be more like Sticker Star? Uh, like, it's
1: supposed to be. From what I saw, it's an RPG. Like okay. they showed a trailer, and the trailer I saw definitely looked more Mario RPG.
0: That's cool. There's, I might check that out, but there's also 16 Mario and Luigi games that I haven't played on, on, on like, DS. Right. So I should get a cheap 3DS just to explore that library, because I only had it for a very brief time and basically just played the Star Fox 64 uh, it's still, re-release.
1: It's still the best place to play Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask.
0: That's not...
1: Like, it's still, and it's the only place, like, you can really play it besides an N64 or an emulator right now. And it's by far, far and away better than playing them on those. Um, The games look great, and they run really well. And they also have, like, some minor, like, upgrades here and there, especially Majora's Mask. Uh, The 2DS XL is, like, on sale with a game for, like, 80 bucks or something right now they're like throwing that everywhere and I just as just as like a classic Zelda machine like just as kind of like a classic N64 handheld N64 essentially you know like Star Fox 64 and the two Zelda
0: a handheld 64 would have to have F-Zero X on it why the hell didn't they put that out that would have looked great in 3D idiots I know
1: I know for shame but, yeah, that, the library in the 3DS is phenomenal. I, It was my favorite handheld system far and away before the Switch. Like, I played it even after I got a Switch. I played my 3DS a lot. I loved, I loved the 3DS. I had the new 3DS XL. Um, I loved it. But it's hard to go back to the graphics on most of those games. But in terms of, of a place to play... Before Nintendo put Super Nintendo games on Switch, I used my 3DS exclusively to play Star Fox sixty four, Ocarina of Time, and George's Mass, and then a bunch of Super Nintendo games.
0: Nice. Speaking of F Zero, I actually have to gush about Red Out for a minute. That game. Finally, there is a worthy successor to the F-Zero style that I like, because we always had Fast Racing and Fast Racing Neo and, like, the Wii and the Wii U, and those were great for F-Zero GX-alikes, but Redout plays more like X does, and it's been awesome. And you can get it for hella cheap, so... That's tight. Uh, Yeah, I think that was another Fanatical pickup. Uh, The only... The only downside I can think to it is that it's very dependent on the upgrades you have purchased for your ship in terms of difficulty. Like, I remember I was running without an acceleration upgrade, uh, because I had picked a different one, and the race became impossible, and then as soon as I applied that it was like cake, but, you know. It also, at some point it becomes, can I get the best time on this course and the other racers don't even matter, so right but i think i do want to try gx again at some point though because i i went into that expecting more x and didn't get it and got angry but now if i take it as its own thing i have a feeling i might like it more word But yeah, yeah. i guess that's a bit or that's it for what i've been playing
1: yeah uh that's about it for me too the the um big thing that I wanted to talk about was next-gen, since that's apparently, despite all of the bullshit that's going on right now, actually still happening this fall. Um, and, you know, Sony on Wednesday this week is revealing, doing a full one-hour reveal of the PlayStation 5. Uh, and Microsoft has been doing, you know trickle, they've been trickling out drops of the Series X since the beginning of the year essentially and we know a shitload about the Series X and we know very little about the PS5 so I would like to speculate a little bit and kind of think where these two are going to be sitting after Sony announces their PS5 and I like kind of which what I'd be hoping to see from them come like fall because I am mostly console gamer at this point just because I don't have a dedicated like office or space to put a gaming PC and graphics cards are quite expensive and I have a pretty nice 4K TV and I like to I like to play my games on my TV in my living room so uh, I'm actually going to purchase one this fall. I don't know about you.
0: Uh, dep- honestly, it depends on how the backwards compatibility looks like. I, I know that the Xbox Series X, God, the naming scheme for those consoles gets even uh. more and more confusing as time goes on. But yeah, they have said that they're going to have backwards compatibility up to the original Xbox, which would be great. Although it would really piss me off if I had to convert my library of Xbox 360 games. I'd converted to PS3 games back to Xbox 360 games. But if Sony says, yeah, we're going to have full backwards compatibility with even just the PS4, I'd consider picking one up. Uh,
1: So I have some information for you on that. Oh, go for Uh, it. I don't know if you saw the, like, Mark Cerny tech talk they did, I think it was like a month ago. I just Um, saw
0: it happen, but I didn't read any of the content.
1: So sure, I'll kind of, like, give, like, a quick, you know, breakdown, like, of that. So essentially they went through the specs. Uh, In short, the specs are not as good as the Xbox Series X, except for the solid-state hard drive, which is significantly better than most gaming PCs or the Xbox Series X, for that matter, in terms of speeds. It's kind of insane. I think it's like 6 gigabytes per second or at least 5.5 or something like that. Um, And their goal there is just to eliminate loading times altogether and uh, allow for some pretty crazy... um, Rendering of like open worlds and shit like that and levels and, and things like that, but the GPU, the CPU, all that seems to lean more toward the Xbox side instead. Of in, in terms of power, in that talk though, he mentioned backwards compatibility and the ability, the ability they have to go back to the PS4. They did. They showed like this chart. Uh, Where how they're going to do the backwards compatibility, and the only thing they showed on the chart was the PS4, and they said the top 100 PS4 games that people play right now will be available at launch on the PS5 to be played backwards compatible. They didn't say what those 100 games would be. They didn't say how long it would take them to get the rest of the ps4 games on there i personally like some very obscure games i know you. yeah do, i was thinking the,
0: the gundam games i had to import are probably not on that list
1: they're I definitely guess. probably not on that list <laughs> um and so i was really disappointed in that because microsoft on the other hand has promised basically insane amounts of backwards compatibility because it's already present on the like xbox one right now you, their backwards compatibility is just fucking crazy so like i mean it's crazy to the point where like you could have the disc you could just have them associated with your account they're just fucking there like if you bought an xbox game at some point in time on one of their consoles with your account or bought a disc at a fucking bargain bin in GameStop or something like years and years ago your xbox one will play it um, that's
0: nuts, but it's also should have. That's how it should be. Like I don't. It should be that way, yeah. I really hate the whole, um, Sony's way of doing backwards compatibility on like the PS4, especially given the fact that the PS3. You can just even if you don't have the uh, original model, like you can just chuck in PS1 games and they'll run fine. Why can't I do that on my PS4? I it's an emulator.
1: Like, yeah, I know.
0: It's li- it's literally an emulator that they had written and running perfectly on the PSP.
1: I know. And it, it, then and crazy. then
0: they like oh they they would uh, on the PS3 they would happily resell me a bunch of PS2 games that they did. I don't know what to to get to run.
1: They did that on PS4 too. You can buy a bunch of PS2 games on the PS4, and, oh, and sure. some of them have trophies.
0: But you know, you know what would be nice is if the ones that I already bought moved the fuck over.
1: Yeah, that would be great, that you wouldn't have to buy them again. And the thing is, Sony is not going to be able to compare. I, I know for a fact they will not be able to compare to Microsoft in terms of backwards compatibility. It's not even going to be close. Um, yeah.
0: I think at this I'm... point I would be most interested in like an Xbox Series X Platinum Great Job Edition.
1: Platinum Great Job Edition. Or or
0: even just like a regular, like the the tiny X-Bone. I would be interested just to play the arcade titles that I had bought because everything else, like, like, you know, 360-wise, I have everything on either PS3 or more than likely PC at this point. Like, most everything has gotten moved over. There's very little that hasn't. And also... The PS2 games that I, you know, I'm kind of bitching about, like, I could just run on my PC via an emulator. Granted, that's generally an imperfect solution a lot of the time, although it's getting better. But, or at least in, not even an imperfect solution, it just involves some fucking with stuff on the front end sometimes. But, you know, I I appreciate the idea of an all-in-one system that I can just turn on and have it work.
1: Yeah, you know what? Me too, man. Um, And as important as backwards compatibility is to me, I have. I'm having a hard time because, like, I really like PlayStation. I love my PS4. I like a lot of the exclusives, you know. Sony still has, like, true exclusives, although that's kind of getting a little wishy-washy at the moment because a lot of those have made their way to PC recently. Um But their their exclusives tend to cater more toward me, and then I also like a lot of, like, obscure Japanese RPGs that don't necessarily appear on Xbox too often. But... um I am willing to kind of lean towards Xbox more this generation if it's the better bargain. And it seems to be kind of leaning that way, depending on what price point these come at. So if Xbox releases similar at a similar price point to the PlayStation 5, but they have Game Pass, which is obviously going to have some free trial period after launch, uh, which has, like, literally 250 or, like, 300 games on it right now that are actually, like, legitimately good games. Um, and then it also is the better spec machine. Like, my games are going to run better on it in terms of frame rate and resolution that I might be tempted to lean that way. In terms of specs, this is what we know now. I'll just run through them real quick because I actually brought up a chart. Um, so we have... For RAM, it's sixteen gigs GR six on both. Um, looks like let's see here CPU eight cores, three point five gigahertz on the PS five, eight cores, three point eight gigahertz on the Series X. The GPU is a custom AMD Radeon on both. Uh, the PS5 looks like it's 10.2 teraflops, and 36c computing units at 2.23 gigahertz, while the Xbox Series X has 12 teraflops, teraflops, teraflops. That's funny.
0: Teraflops. Well,
1: teraflops at 52 computing units at 1.8. To 5 gigahertz so it looks like the actual clock speed on the cus is higher uh on the ps5 the let's see storage is is 825 gigs ssd on the ps5 and a terabyte on the series x but again the ps5 is use, using a very custom ssd that has incredibly high clock speeds
0: yeah they've always been about streaming games from the disc even all the way back to the ps3
1: for sure it looks like the clock speed is 5.5 gigabytes per second uh and the clock speed on the series x is around 2.5 which is still really good um but the five and a half is kind of insane. Yeah, actually. So it, it'll be interesting to see. So Sony is announcing and I'm suspecting they're going to show gameplay games, the console, hopefully, and essentially let us know, hopefully how much it is. I'm going to be interested to see like what games they show, what they have. Oh, running. They're going
0: to, they're going to release ghosts of Tsushima. It's going to be really good. And I'm going to have to buy one of these goddamn things.
1: The Ghost of Shuma's happening on the PS4, though, isn't it? It comes out, like, next is month. Is it? I thought... I, yeah.
0: Whoa! I, oh, fuck. Okay, never mind.
1: Yeah, go, let me look that up. Um, just so I'm not... Yeah, July 17th on the PS4. I really hope
0: that that game is the successor to Weigh the Samurai that I think it's going to be.
1: Look it up. They show gameplay of it, and it looks really cool. There was, like, this one cool thing that they did where... Um, you know how you can, like, press a button that'll kind of give you a waypoint in some games that'll show you, like, oh, go this way? If you do that in Costa Tsushima, the wind blows in the direction <laughs> you're supposed to be going. I thought that was really cool. That, was, that is
0: really cool. I, do I was, like, that.
1: that's, pretty, that's pretty tight. I was like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> they have a grayscale mode where you can play the whole game in, like, black and white. Oh, that's rad. So I thought I, that was pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, I think at least if I don't end up buying a PS five, I'm going to finally have to upgrade my board and processor and by extension my RAM. Because I'm still running on the one that I bought from you. Oh yeah, dude. Really? Yeah. Like that well the thing is, like, I jacked the clock speed up on it so high because of that big fuck off cooler that like it's still it's running at four point two gigahertz and <laughs> still eats everything for lunch because, you know, what There aren't too many games out there that use more than four cores at this point, so. uh, But you know, I have I have a Radeon 5700 XT in there, I recently upgraded to, which has been great, but I would love to have like. I don't know if I'm gonna go with like the the Radeon five or Radeon. I don't know if I'm gonna go with a new AMD like five series processors or whatever's so the, the the new Ryzen ones, end. the yeah, sanely priced yeah. Ryzen one, or if I want to go with a Threadripper two build.
1: I I still lean more towards Intel, but a lot of the builds I've been seeing lately have been the the new AMD ones. I like I don't know I I just. I haven't built a PC in so long, and dude, trust me, I have gone through and built myself a PC on, like, bought like put all the parts in my car on, like, Newegg about 100 times <laughs> over, the la- over the last year or so. Um, but it just ends up being too expensive for me to, to take the jump, to make the jump, because a lot of, like, the development work that I do in terms of, like, programming stuff, I do on Mac um OS. And so, like, if I buy a Windows machine, yeah, sure, I could totally set up my development environment on my computer that I build, but I would never get any work done. Yeah, (laughs) and And you're you're also...
0: You're doing web programming, so you don't really have to worry about compile times or anything like that. Right. Like, so... I I I, I think the the only reason I want a Threadripper is because I've started working on that Unreal Engine shit, Um, so... You know, I'm going... I might have some compilation in my future. Uh, and I want to also start learning how to use Blender and get my 3D skills up to snuff again. And so... Rendering, essentially. And and I've been using Premiere more and shit. And Premiere, like... I finally got all the settings tweaked to where it works right, but Premiere, <laughs> before I did that, would throw up a warning every time I started it that said, Hey, your processor's old! Really? Really? <laughs> we That's don't hilarious. like this one it hasn't been hasn't been tested for stability as i believe the uh, phrasing they used on the compatibility website <laughs> it so works great. fine once i uh disabled a couple things but
1: i still have that pc that me and josh built um the one that motivated me to sell you the motherboard and processor that you have now nice um And it's still... That GTX 670 is still chugging along, man. It still fucking runs games on, like, 1080p.
0: You see, I think that is impressive.
1: You have to knock the settings down quite a bit. But, like, I tested it on... I think it was, like, Shadow of the Tomb Raider or something. The most recent Tomb Raider game that's, like, really graphics-heavy. And I was able to get, like, 40 frames per second at... Like, not, not the, like, second-to-lowest setting at 1080p. Um, and it ran really well. And I was like, man, that's insane. I mean, the yeah, graphics could, card lasted so long, dude.
0: Yeah, you could probably just toss a new card into that and, you know, make out like a bandit in terms of how well it runs stuff.
1: You know what? You might You might be right. Although, if I was to splurge on a new card... Although, I guess I really wouldn't have to splurge because 4K on PC is just not really a thing yet.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with me, too, is I'm just pushing 1080 as well. I'm not doing 4K. Like, I have a bunch of monitors, but there's only one that ever runs a game.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, like... I would be... I would want to future-proof myself in a similar way to, like, this GTX 670 where I can throw it in, like... Fucking ten years later or something, yeah. and be like, "Hey, I can still run game modern games on this." Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's something to look at. But there's that that itch that I had. Like, I haven't actually built a computer from scratch in a long time. I've been I've been really itching to. I actually bought a new mechanical keyboard recently, um, and I've been like, it's just made me want to game on PC more and more and more. Nice. Like getting me back into it. I'm like, ah, oh, I want it so bad.
0: Yeah, I built Danny a system out of some old parts that we had lying around. Well, it. Okay, so it's an i7, but it's like the first i7 that they released. Really? Yeah, and I, I had, I had a board because it just came out of a, my buddy's old computer, but then. I was a moron, and I was like, I'm gonna clean some, clean this board a bit, and I got a fucking like, the paper towel snagged on the pins, and then that just fucked everything up, so I had to get another board, um, but, tossed that in there, and it has like 8 gigs of RAM, and it's been running well for what she does with it, which is honestly just play The Sims 4 and Diablo 2, but...
1: <laughs> nice.
0: That was the last PC that I built. I, uh... I use one of those closed loop water coolers on it, which I think I'm definitely going to do when I on mine when I upgrade.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I definitely recommend the 5700 XT. Although the only thing I had that was an issue with it is that the so the voltage spikes on it are way higher than my previous card, like just because that's how the card was made. Right. And my power supply was ancient like like if you think my processor was old, my power supply was like 12 years old. Um, Dude, that's crazy. And I also had, like, it, since it was old, it didn't have enough rails on it to power the card properly. So I had the card, like, dumbassed into two separate adapters. And when I finally cracked the thing open after it kept, uh, like, just locking up and crashing. I saw that like the rail that the, the card was even though it was two plugs the card was essentially on one rail and when you follow it back to the power supply I had to really yank on that connector because it actually melted into the power supply.
1: Dude, that's nuts.
0: Yeah. So I just I put I stuck a new one in and it's been smooth sailing ever since. That's cool. But yeah. Don't burn your house down.
1: <laughs> that's a good PSA, man.
0: Yeah hey, kids, don't burn your house down if you're messing with your computer.
1: I think that applies to a lot of people.
0: (laughs) That's one of the advantages of buying a PS5 or an Xbox Series X is that you won't burn your house down.
1: You won't burn your house down. They should
0: be (laughs) marketing that.
1: At the end of Sony's event on Wednesday, they should say, look, guys, with everything that's going on in 2020, this is one less thing you have to worry about.
0: Look, you aren't going to burn your house down by plugging two two six-pin rails into one Molex adapter, (laughs) it was bad, dude. I opened that up, and I was like, what the fuck was I doing? I didn't even check anything. I was just like, oh, yeah, these plug in. That's
1: hilarious. (laughs) So great.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, I... I'm definitely looking forward to Ghost of Tsushima. Like, once we get off here, I'm going to look at gameplay for that. Yeah, but... it,
1: looks, it looks nice. I'm excited about it. And uh, Last they, of Us 2 looks good, too. That, I, that comes out very soon.
0: Is that going to be on the PS4 or the 5?
1: The 4. The Last of Us 2 comes out in, like, two weeks.
0: I assume they're going to do a Definitive Edition on the 5 like oh, they did with the, the first game on the 4.
1: I'll be interested to see how they handle it. Like, if they do definitive editions, or they just handle it through backwards compatibility?
0: Yeah, that is a good question. Because um, I would assume right. that anything that, like, Sony's, Sony or a third-party, uh, second-party studio, so like, close to Sony's studio is releasing, like, at this near the end of the PS4's life, is going to be backwards compatible on that console.
1: Yeah, especially first-party stuff, for sure.
0: Like I would be super surprised if they didn't just make that part of the certification process for new titles.
1: Yeah, at this point, you would you would assume so.
0: Does it still look like weird. a device that uh, reheats pizza? Does what? Does the PS Five still look like a device that reheats pizza?
1: That's a good question that we don't know the answer to. <laughs> <in> <laughs> Wednesday, hopefully, when they show us the fucking console for the first time, it's crazy because we saw the Series X for the first time in like January. And they actually have had... Man, Microsoft has nailed the marketing for this thing up to this point. They've had, like, a couple big tech YouTubers do demos of the console. They have, like, this quick resume thing where you can hot swap between, like, six games or something at the same time. And they load, That's like, instantly. Not... Yeah, they load, like, instantly. The uh, Austin Evans did, a, like, a really big 30-minute long rundown of, like the Xbox Series X they like gave him one to do the shit with and like he loaded up a bunch of um, games I think he had like five games and they were all like pretty demanding like State of Decay and um, Sea of Thieves and Forza Horizon and, and things like that and he was hot swapping between them and the load time to get from one game to another was like five seconds dude Damn. and they were like resumed right where you left off of the, like it keeps them right there and it's
0: basically it's a fucking safe state at this point
1: yeah it's insane it was insane what he was doing i was like i never expected that on a console to be completely honest like even next gen i just never would have thought that was something that they would do or put money into to get done on that level um
0: i think uh, at this point I'm not going to say they have to struggle to differentiate themselves from PC, but they have to, like, they have to pack in features like that to differentiate themselves from just playing these games on PC. And that is an awesome feature that would honestly totally be something that would be a checkbox in favor of getting the Xbox Series X and the vinyl refrigerator stickers that I'm going to have to get to put on it.
1: Yeah, dude, it looks like a refrigerator. <laughs> the the uh, it, it looked really clean though. Like everything. The backwards compatible games, another thing for the Xbox Series X. They're not just backwards compatible; they're heavily upgraded in terms of what they in terms of resolution, frame rate, and just like overall quality of the experience. Like, um, apparently, Gears of War Five. The, the most recent one, um, on the Xbox One X runs at, I don't think it runs at a native 4K. Um, and I don't think it runs at 60. I think it's like 30. And on the Series X, it runs at native 4K, 60 frames per second.
0: That's nuts. I wonder how much they're going to do for these older titles with that thing. Because I, I have an inkling that Microsoft just got a really good emulator together at some point because you know from the jump from the Xbox to the 360 they essentially had to write an emulator to have backwards compatible anything due to the differences in architecture they went from like Nvidia to ATI and completely different CPU architecture and shit and then yeah. you know they they from that to the bone again like they went to an x86 architecture from what, what the hell was the 360? Like, either custom or ARM. Like, whatever they ended up using. I I, I'm not... Cool. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not uh, galaxy brain enough to know that, but... But, yeah, I think that they had to have a really good emulator that they're essentially just, like... Instead of having to make per-game patches, they essentially just have a big... I assume it's just, like, a QA process. Like, where it's like, okay, put the game in, and then... We're going to have the QA guys go through all of these options to, like, hammer out its compatibility profile, and then it's just done.
1: Right. It's pretty great. I mean, I everything I've seen about the Xbox Series X has me, like, mad excited about it. Um, they also have shown a few games um, that look quite good. Uh what's that sinuous sacrifice
0: oh yeah hellblade Uh, 2
1: yeah that looks sick and then uh they showed the new assassin's creed on the xbox series x recently at like some short event thing they did and that game looks fucking great i i just want to see some ps5 stuff so i can kind of be like this versus this like this this is what I think about the PS5, and this is what I think about the Xbox. Right now, I don't have anything to go off on of the PS5. Like, I don't know yeah. anything about it. No one does. We don't, We have no idea what the fuck that thing is. It could be great. It could be bad. Sony, things that Sony's done over the past year or so, I haven't liked a lot. I have not liked their PS Plus selections. They've all been pretty garbage as of late. The um, thing that they tried to do in response to Game Pass, which is PlayStation Now, where they rotate. Oh, PlayStation
0: kind of Now fucking sucks
1: yeah it's horrible and and they tried to make it to where you can download the games but now they just rotate them out instead of keeping them in so like god of war was on there for like a week so you could download god of war and play it for a week oh boy Um, which is stupid like it's obnoxious and then they also raised the price of their online which is still just not great and they raised it to the same price as xbox live so i'm just i'm not only have they not said anything they did this tech talk that also didn't really give us any good information on what the ps5 is and um i feel like they have kind of just been a little bit cocky because they sold sold so many ps4s they've just been like we're good you know
0: People
1: I, I, buy our console because they're already in our ecosystem but yeah, i just don't know I, ass- here.
0: I assume that the ps5 is going to be the worst pick and this is just based solely on how the hubris pendulum has swung between these two companies for the past like three generations because xbox and ps2 they jousted at, like ps2 obviously won that but like uh you know, there wasn't like a crazy amount of uh hubris there, it was more just oh the Xbox is the new guy in town. But then three sixty comes out, Microsoft realized they have to step up, and that was the better console versus the PS3, which I like it better than the three sixty now, but at launch it was kind of a fucking mess. It
1: was a it was the worst mess of yeah. all the consoles like ever.
0: <laughs> then then you get to now where like the PS four was a good release the, the Bone is still a fucking piece of hot garbage in my opinion like uh, that might be better with some of the, the hardware upgrades that they've done but like uh, e- the last time I used an Xbox one was at the Christmas party for my work um, which was actually in January funnily enough but uh, it was still like the menus and like, even just the menu navigation sucked yeah And yeah, they need so- to fix that I think that, like, you know, the PS5 is going to probably launch in a similar way to the PS3. Maybe not in price, but, like, you know, they're going to be missing features and they'll have to catch up. And you know, essentially they're going to try to lean on the fact that they already have a what they feel is a large ecosystem.
1: Yeah. And, and I while that applies to, like, computers and tech in general, like, you're invested in an ecosystem and you're kind of stuck in it. I just don't feel that applies the same way to game consoles. It
0: doesn't really, because, like, even though we've harped on backwards compatibility enough, it's or, um, a shitload today, it's not... It hasn't really been a thing. Like, I it's, uh, I think the first backwards compatible mainstream console was, what, the PlayStation 2? Yeah. And Nintendo just flat out has never done it. Um... Uh, the Wii U. <laughs> I, I forget. I keep forgetting it can do that. The, <laughs> the, the, the Wii the U, U did it by shoving an entire Wii and software onto that thing, including all of the hacks. The DS line
1: was solid in backwards compatibility.
0: Yeah, but those are handhelds. I don't count those. Yeah.
1: Okay. All
0: right. But in, in my arbitrary rule set, I don't count those because then it then the first backwards compatible co- mainstream console actually it's the it's the atari seventy eight hundred <laughs> yeah that had full compatibility with the twenty six hundred but and I guess that the 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 Genesis had compatibility with the power base converter for master system games, so maybe I'm just full of shit but uh <laughs> but but like consoles are seen more discreet than computers are, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that you can upgrade your computer, yeah. So, like, if people want to play PS4 games and get an Xbox Series X, they will just keep their PS4. Yeah. Like, it, it'll it hook up the same way, it'll play the same games. Um, I think that Sony's probably hoping that their backwards compatibility with the PS4 is going to win out for them, but then when you factor in Game Pass, like, At the launch. question of... Yeah, that at launch,
1: is a steal, dude. Game, yeah. having two hundred and fifty games that you can play at launch on your new console and not having to spend extra money for them is a game changer.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And like, you know, Game Pass is so cheap that like, you are already gonna spend what? Uh, these are probably gonna come out at like five hundred ninety nine U S dollars to you know repeat a stale meme. Like, yeah. you are gonna th- toss down the extra. to get, like, a year of Game Pass or whatever. Or even just, like, you know, I'm going to have Game Pass for this month, here's 10 bucks, and then I won't have it next month, but I'll have it this following month and that kind of shit. I imagine
1: I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft went crazy and were like, hey, you buy an Xbox, like, you buy a Series X the first month of launch, you get it, you get Game Pass for a year. I would not be surprised if they did some shit like that.
0: Yeah, I can totally see that happening because, like, at essentially what at that point they would be doing is like those titles are already out there so they would just be treating the console like a loss leader which both of these companies do anyway. Yep. Yeah, yeah so for yeah, sure. That that's my prediction. My prediction is you're going to want to buy the the Series X
1: yeah that's the way me and a lot of my friends are leaning towards at the moment all of us play on PS4 and I'd say like four out of six of us are like yeah I think we're going to go Xbox this time around Um, just because of the fact that like Game Pass is the better deal Halo Infinite the big like marquee launch title in the Series X is going to be on Game Pass on launch day
0: oh yeah Uh, I I look forward to reading the Wikipedia synopsis for the plot of that
1: oh yeah that's going to be great (laughs) Um, the game's multiplayer will probably be fun though. And oh yeah, addictive. that'll probably
0: be rad. If I do happen to get like a Series X, I will definitely play that. Fuck yeah!
1: And they'll have crossplay between PC and shit too. So like, if that you don't...
0: that is a big deal too. That was actually what I was going to bring up next. Is that Sony needs to get their head out of their ass when it comes to crossplay? Like,
1: yeah, dude, Xbox does crossplay with PC and Nintendo Switch, dude. Like, yeah, what's fucking Sony doing? Like, you can play any game that exists on xbox and nintendo switch you can play together
0: and it, yeah and it's absolutely not impossible to do either because like you know the latest cod was crossplay at least between ps4 and pc i don't i can't remember if xbox one was included on there although i think it was
1: they did yeah, yeah. i, I that, played it yeah you know, with xbox players
0: yeah, and that worked fine. I was on my PC, my buddy was on his PS4, and I think one of his friends was on an Xbox or something.
1: So it should be, man.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's all it's all literally networking. Like, if it's the same game, and it's, at, like, talking to the server the same way, it's just uh, Sony, you know, trying to keep some sort of walled garden of exclusivity, I suppose.
1: They They're really trying to do that, man. I, that is not that that is a very true statement and i thought it would be nintendo doing that more than any of the rest but sony is like the last to jump in on this man they're just yeah. they want to keep everybody just isolated in their like playstation ecosystem which is another reason why I like okay if i purchase a ps5 am i just stuck in like ps5 zone
0: yeah like, i think Sony's poor networking decisions are due to hubris or malice eh, probably more like malice like consumer unfriendliness Nintendo's online decisions are just down to them not knowing what the fuck they're doing and being too proud to ask someone for help <laughs> yeah for sure yeah I I don't know I think it's definitely gonna be interesting times for sure Did we, did we have a, it's been so long I forget if we had one final segment before we signed off or we just said bye.
1: No, that was it, man. We usually just do the, the, uh, what we're playing and the news and then peace out.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we're to the peace out portion of the program. Uh, Catch you guys later. Take your easy.